Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montrulo, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's happening? Uh, I'm a little sore uh, the last couple days here. I did um, my first uh, group ride, group bike ride, of course, um, since having surgery on my broken collarbone, where they rebroke my collarbone, put a pin in it, and... Uh, so I I get like I did a little test ride by myself, just a few miles, right? And uh um it was my first group ride and I did about forty miles total. And that that was on the fixed gear bike, which is a much more like aggressive track geometry. So you're putting a lot more of your weight on your uh, on your arms, right? And I but I did it and I was good. I didn't didn't hurt too bad, but now I'm kinda hurting from it. Um but we had it, the person that led the ride um, refers to themselves or their bike or both as the uh, pint peddler. Uh, she's got this bike with a trailer behind it. It's got a couple different taps on it and a couple different, um, like five gallon kegs that are pressurized. So like, you know, wherever mm-hmm. we're riding around, we want to stop and drink some beer. We got fucking beer on tap. So it's a lot of fun. Right. Um, totally unrelated. I just saw the numbers for uh, Chicago's, uh, NASCAR returns. You remember NASCAR came to Chicago this summer. Uh, and got completely drenched by a weekend of downpour. <laughs> uh, and uh, like all the all the concerts they had scheduled from, you know, the fucking Little River Band, whoever the fuck was playing NASCAR got got canceled, too. So this this headline yesterday, Chicago spent at least three point five million for NASCAR weekend and got six hundred thousand dollars in return. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew it was going to lose money. I kept saying, I'm like, I guarantee this thing's going to lose money and they're going to keep doing it year after year. And they are. That, that was the first year they brought NASCAR to Chicago because, you know, Just, uh, NASCAR <laughs> fans who famously love Chicago. <laughs> you know? That's like, hey, why don't we why don't we fucking open a, a Broadway fucking, you know, production of of, of uh, like Chicago and, 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 you know, Mississippi or something that'll that'll really fucking that's a great way to target your audience. I just don't understand what the thought process behind that was, but it, it's um, just because the. They're always trying to find new streams of revenue, right? That's that's the the, the job of the yeah, mayor. Yeah, but like spend right? smart. Like, what are you doing? Like that? I feel like that's such a. I, there's no way that any sane person thinks that that's like a money making venture to bring uh, something that like I, if you said like, hey, where's the one place I, I put you in charge of NASCAR's marketing and like you know touring schedule? What is the one place we should not absolutely run as a new market? Chicago yeah. would be like top of my list. Like, yeah, there's no way we draw a fucking well, and they, crowd they, in Chicago. The, the these cards are not designed to drive around a, a you know city streets, right? They're designed <laughs> no. to drive around a giant fucking oval. And I'm sure you, I shared some of the pictures with you where they had like a 25 car pileup trying to go around this 90 degree corner. It's like the city was not built for cards at all, let alone fucking race cars. It's just so not. they so they legit just drop them in the middle of the city. I thought they like. There was like a track somewhere, so they literally no. had them driving around the streets of Chicago. The streets of Chicago along the waterfront in Grant Park. In stock cars, like in NASCAR cars. In stock cars, yes. That's, that's insanity. Trying to- Actually, that's almost funny. Like, I was like, that's like, that'd be like a funny fucking challenge to like piss off the NASCAR drivers. And, like- and this is supposed to be, this is, you know, Grant Park, you know, hugs the lakefront right and then you've got you know the field museum and you got the shed aquarium there and like all of them all of those institutions lost money that weekend because nobody could get to them because yeah. of this stupid fucking yeah. race it's just it's like 
you know, and I mean, the mayor, we have a new mayor now who could cancel the contract, but now he's, you know, he's in place. So he's not going to do anything he said he ran on. But, uh, you know, he's like, well, the you know, the contracts already been like literally the mayor could just throw the contract out and probably was would lose less money than if they kept doing it. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, no, I'm sure this is going to be a fucking boondoggle every time it comes. I don't know. How long is the contract? Uh, I, so they, they the initial contract was for three years and you know, hopefully it keeps losing money and they don't renew it, but you know, they could, they, they just, I don't know. It's, it's such a stupid thing to have in the heart of the city, you know, like it's, it's yeah. not like, you know, when they, when they did racing back in Detroit in like the eighties, it's because this, the city was rapidly depopulating and they were like, well, we got a lot of extra street space. <laughs> Let's do something. You know, that's not also, the case with Detroit, Chicago. you know, um, like cars are a bit, you know, like that, 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 that makes a little more sense in Chicago. I mean, slightly, but, but now they do the, this fucking race on Belle Isle in Detroit, which is like the largest city park in the nation, I believe, or largest municipal park in the city, in a city. And they like basically shut down half the island for like two months of the summer because right. of all like the setup and, and tearing down process. I'm, I'm amazed at how fast they actually set up NASCAR here and tore it down. It was over like the setup took like a week and the tear down was like two days. I was actually surprised hmm. by that, but um, yeah, just like the, the worst possible use of, you know, what arguably is the greatest city lakefront in the world, <laughs> because, you know, I mean, you've got, you got LA and New York city, but like, you got sharks and shitloads of pollution. Lake Michigan is arguably like extremely clean and like you could drink it. You could drink it all the time. Um, that's why they reversed the flow of the Chicago river so that we weren't polluting the, the fucking lake, uh, with all of our industry, uh, in the Chicago back in the late 1800s. Yeah. So anyway, well, you know, we, we, we have kind of a light show for you today, so we'll, yeah, not uh, a big news week, unfortunately, no, um, no pretty, pretty, pretty light and uh, fluffy news uh, this week. Uh, so yeah, no, obviously, uh, pretty much the only thing we're going to talk about is the, the, uh, situation unfolding right now in Palestine, in Gaza, in Israel, in that whole fucking region of, of the world. Um, yeah, it's going to be, this is going to be a big one. Um, this isn't. This isn't really like every two to four years where, you know, Israel bombs Gaza for about two weeks and then, you know, finally gets the phone call. They have to stop um, because uh, Hamas uh, went on the offensive and uh, broke into Israel proper uh, and killed about twelve hundred people. <laughs> um, most of those were military uh, institutions, military facilities, border checkpoints Um but yeah, they they really fucking did it, and people in Israel for the first time, I think, don't feel like that apartheid wall is keeping them safe anymore. Um, yeah, no, the 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 fucking you know the 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 fences come down, the zombies are fucking in your in your backyard. <laughs> you know, you can't pretend that they don't exist anymore. Um, they and, did. I mean, at know. least they called them human animals. They refer to all Palestinians as human animals, not, yeah, not yeah. just animals. So that's, oh, that's you know, that's you know that 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 was that was better for sure. Yeah, the uh, the Israeli defense minister. What, wait, I have his exact quote here. Um, yeah, I got it here. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Israeli defense minister Yoav uh, Gallant. Gallant. Sure. I have ordered a complete siege of the Gaza Strip. There will be no electricity, no food, no fuel. Everything is closed. We are fighting human animals, and we will act accordingly. Yeah. So 
which so is completely illegal under under international law. Um, so it's it's just it's like, and this and by, is oh yeah, they're they're not. I mean, they're not like saying this behind closed doors. This is their press statement. Yeah, yeah, no bloodthirsty maniacs. I mean, it's it's just unreal. And uh, by the way, for all these fucking idiots that think that like you know oh the big bad Hamas is is you know is. Uh, you know, taking it to, to Israel right now and uh, people calling it a war. How many wars do you know where uh, the opposing army has the ability to shut off the food, water and electricity of their uh, opposition, you know, at will, not because they've, you know, surrounded by force the country, but just because they already control those things. How many other situations in world history would uh, you describe that as a war and not as a attempted revolution? in that situation. Like it's fucking laughable when you actually just, look at I, the situation, but yeah, well, and I, I just don't people in the West in America, they're not aware of what the occupation is. They don't, they don't know. Like they, I mean, Americans like we're, they just don't look at maps, <laughs> you know, like they don't no. understand the, the Gaza strip is smaller than the city of Chicago. It's about two thirds, the size of the city of Chicago. Imagine if, you know, 6,000 bombs have been dropped on the city of Chicago in the last four days. Like just, yeah. just wrap your head around that. Well, also imagine if the United States was like a four state area in that, in that general region of the country. And all of a sudden, you know, everyone that lived in the United States was basically segregated into the city of Chicago. And there was a giant fucking fence put up around Chicago. That's, that's what the reality of, of life for the Palestinians is in the country that used to be theirs, like the entire fucking country of Israel. And and look at any picture of a map of Israel and they include the West bank as Israel. They just, they just claim that that's theirs. Right. Like a, like an Indian reservation, basically. Like it's so when they're, when they're bulldozing Palestinian homes in the West bank and putting up Israeli homes, they don't think they're doing anything wrong because they think that's Israel. Yeah, right. no, they're just in their minds. That's just that's cleaning up the trash. That's getting rid of right. the the human animals that are temporarily, you know, infesting their their land in their minds. And that's and it's yeah. I, I, and what was it like? Seven hundred celebrities just signed onto a letter of support to Israel. Yeah, shocker. Um, what's fucking that little? What's Hollywood that little fucking liberals? Well, it's yeah, that little sure. jerk off from uh, Stranger Things. He just put out a thing. Oh, saying, Noah Shap. Yeah, what a fucking little moron. Like you know, like. Cl- Maybe don't say anything if you don't fucking understand politics or you've never picked up a history book. Like, it's it's just unreal he, yeah. the fucking the confidence. He's, he in, said in, in you either stand with displaying. Israel or you stand with terrorism, and it's it's like if you hear that Israel's turning off Gaza's food, water, and electricity, and you didn't realize that the fact they can do that is the reason that Hamas attacked them. I don't think you understand what apartheid is. I don't think you understand what the siege and blockade of Gaza is and has been going on for the last 17 years. Right. If, yeah. if you can if you can turn on and off the food and water electricity to 2.2 million people wherever you feel like. And and <laughs> and people react to that and want to fight back and stop that from happening. And you're on the side. I mean, the, just, the, you know. Russia invades Ukraine, and we're saying that we sent them have, uh, to date $224 billion to defend themselves from that occupation. But when it's Gaza and Palestine, we're sending the bombs and the money to the people doing the occupying. Yeah. Right. No. And, well, and, the, and if course. starving children falls within your tactics of what you consider to be your right to protect yourself, guess what? You're the fucking villain. Yeah. 
no, a hundred percent. And again, you know, for people that don't understand, I, this is just, uh, the thing I really want to get across and, you know, the people in these, in these houses and the surrounding area are not civilians. You keep hearing, Oh, well they were taking civilians hostage and they were killing civilians. Settlers are not civilians. Like that's a very big misnomer about this whole situation settlers in in the in the settlements in 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 what is now israel uh are actually enticed to be there you know sometimes even by uh being given a free house like that the whole their whole organizations devoted to giving people from america free fucking homes in israel just to claw back territory and, and they call it the right of return it, it, the right of return for people that have never been there before. That makes no sense. Right. Yeah. Right. Fucking people, you know, from fucking Brooklyn, like going to, who've never been outside of the United States in their lives, returning to their native homeland of Israel. It's fucking preposterous. Um, so, but, and, and I think these people don't understand, they don't know the history of what Palestine was before the UN declared that half of it was going to be called Israel and Palestinians couldn't live there anymore. Right. Yep. Like they, we, I don't know. We, we really haven't talked about the Nakba before, but that, that I want to read a little bit just from Wikipedia. So I'm not yep. going to go into great detail, but just a little bit of the context. Because when you have, you know, the leaders in Israel saying that they're going to completely purge all Palestinians from the Gaza Strip, that they're just going to wipe them out, force, you know, force them to flee if they can flee. Um, they're not kidding. Like this is this is the tradition of what the state of Israel is, and has been, and and they know that. Even though they denied it for a long time, they went they went from deny the Nakba happened to now saying we need another Nakba to to wipe out the rest of the Palestinians. And Gaza Strip was basically created as a re- giant refugee camp for all the people that were purged from Palestine in 1948. Okay, so. During the 1947 to 49 Palestinian War, apparently people didn't like getting kicked out of their homes, so they fought back. Again, terrorists. Uh, an estimated 700,000 Palestinians fled or were expelled, comprising about 80, 80% of Palestinian Arabs um, in the area of what became Israel. Almost half of this figure, approximately 250,000 to 300,000 Palestinians, had fled or had been expelled ahead of the Israeli Declaration of Independence on May 1948, a fact um, a, a fact which was named as, uh, I don't know what that word means, I'm skip that part, sorry. Um, in the period after the war, a large number of Palestinians attempted to return to their homes. Between 2,700 and 5,000 Palestinians were killed by Israel during this period, the vast majority being unarmed and intending to return for economic or social reasons. The UN Partition Plan of 1947 assigned 56% of Palestine to the future Jewish state, while the Palestinian majority, 66%, received 44% of the territory. 8% of the land in the programmed Jewish state was already owned by Palestinians. Uh, only 11% had Jewish title. Before, during, and after the 1947-49 war, hundreds of Palestinian towns and villages were depopulated and destroyed. Geographic names throughout the country were erased and replaced with Hebrew names, sometimes derivatives of the historical Palestinian nomenclature, and sometimes new inventions entirely. Numerous non-Jewish historical sites were destroyed, not just in the wars, but in subsequent process over a number of decades. For example, over 80% of Palestinian village mosques have been destroyed. 
and uh, artifacts have been removed from museums and archives. In 2023, just this year, after the United Nations instituted a commemoration day for the Nakba on the 15th of May, the Israeli ambassador Gilad Erdan uh, claimed that the event itself, commemorating the tragedy of what happened, that that event, that commemoration itself was anti-Semitic. Sure. No, it's anti-Semitic to talk about the reality of, of the fact that you, you know, uh, basically committed mass genocide in this region of the country to steal, you know, a good chunk of it from them, um, you know, at, at, at the behest of, of, of the British and the Americans because they didn't want to actually fucking deal with the, the, the aftermath of World War II. Like, they easily could have just been like, hey... All of the people we freed from concentration camps. Why don't you come to the come to Britain, come to America? But again, we're fucking racist as hell. We always have been. So we're like, nah. I think we'll just kill a bunch of brown people and give you this land that's not yours. Like, right? We'll just, we'll if just, people yeah. people pretend as though you know the benevolent allies after World War II felt bad about the Holocaust and that's why they wanted to, you know, give uh, European Jews a, a home of their own. Um, but no, they did, it was because they didn't want those right. <laughs> European Jews coming to America. <laughs> they, ship, they, the, they were the turning same... sh- people away by the shipload who were escaping concentration camps during the World War II. I mean, it's, this is right. documented, you know, in fact, right. you can go look it up. It's we we we've we constantly again we've with the one thing that's consistent about America is we've always felt the same way about refugees. We've always uh, met them with a fucking lead pipe in our hands. Uh, Unless they're from our, Ukraine, then they're okay. Yeah. No, exactly. No, that's that's true. That's true. If, if they if they're part of our other uh, long term proxy war, then we'll, we'll we can't tolerate them. But and plus they're they're like super white, so it's fine, you know. Right. Um, right. And this is, I mean, you remember this is this is they. They tried doing a peaceful protest just a couple years ago. Remember when they tried to do like a right of return walk? Oh, yeah. And a bunch of snipers fucking shot a bunch of children. And, you know, yeah. it was, yeah, no, it was great. So when they was, tried to be nonviolent, um, they were slaughtered by the dozens. Which, and again, you know, we, you, you see these crocodile tears on the news and from the fucking, you know, celebrities and politicians who, oh, by the and we'll talk about some of the fucking sell out piece of shit politicians in a, in, in a little bit. But, um, when you look at the death toll of, you know, people that were killed in this attempted, you know, escape from the fucking open air prison that they're living in in Palestine um, versus the number of Palestinians killed by Israel over the last, you know, 10 years, 20 years, however many years, it the numbers pale in comparison. It's like one Palestinian or excuse me, one Israeli for every 10 Palestinians killed historically in this yeah, quote unquote well, it, And they have they have, you know, there, there's ministers of parliament in Israel who have gone on record and said, yes, for every one of ours killed, we will kill 10 of theirs or a hundred of theirs because yeah. that's because our lives are just worth more. Like it's, but no- it's not, it's not just, you know, we're God's chosen people. It's just, they, they hate Palestinians so much. They think they are below just like, you know, the regular standard level of what a human being is. Um, so- yeah. You know, the, 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 the one, but you know, again, none of this really matters. Cause I think the important thing to know is that, uh, Hamas is actually beheading babies. So then all, all, all rational thought should go out the window when you hear that phrase, uh, because Hamas is beheading babies so that, the, so obviously we need to just do whatever we can to wipe the entirety this, of Palestine off the face of the earth. I mean, um, don't, it, don't look into that claim at all. Don't just, just take it at face value. Don't, you know, don't use critical thinking skills or anything like that in the fog of war. 
Um, it's so, yeah, so dumb. Th- I mean, you remember you remember at the start of the Ukraine thing uh, when the there was that news story that there was these you know out on some island there was like eighty uh, oh, Ukrainian God, soldiers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and that the the Russian Navy was on their way in, and like over the radio, one of them said "fuck Russia." And then they were all slaughtered for it. They they were all yep. all eighty were murdered, yep. and it turned out that was a complete lie. That but you know it were... felt true. So I mean that's <laughs> the really important thing, right? Well, and then and then the one of the one of the actual eighty soldiers was actually a commander who felt he was like incensed that they had made up this lie about him and his and his people for propaganda. And he was like, "No, they captured us. They took us. They captured us, but then they let us go." And right, like what right. the like? Okay, so but no, evil, evil Putin. He's slaughtering people, and we're not going to look into it any further than that because it feels good. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I heard this this whole thing with the you know forty beheaded babies, and I'm like, that. I mean, just on its face, immediately we was like, well, that's not true. I mean, that's that's obviously not true. I mean, it's just you always have these fucking stupid stories in when you know you're trying to whip up the masses for one side and not the other. But I saw, I saw this hilarious tweet um, from just some random person. Um, their tweet was, next up, Hamas on Viagra are raping beheaded babies in incubators at a rave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that was because that was another several lies that came out, you know, like, oh, well, they were attacking you know, concert goers at a rave as if it's like fucking, you know. Uh, Jessica from fucking Detroit, you know, over at a rave in, in Tel Aviv. No, it was a bunch of fucking settlers at a concert. Like, you know, they happen to be in the, in the, and apparently about most of the people killed at that rave were the soldiers that were set up at, uh, around the perimeter of the concert. Because again, they're an occupying fucking army. How many concerts have you been to uh, in the United States where there are tanks lined up around the perimeter of the concert venue? Uh, other than Woodstock 99, (laughs) I can't think of too many. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I mean, apparently not in Vegas, but, um, but that's, I mean, you know, you also have a a country with mandatory conscription, uh, conscription, right? So every, every, every person, every adult, um, you know, citizen in Israel has been a soldier in the military. Right. So, I mean, you might say, well, none of them are innocent. I would argue that, you know, uh, can't always help that if you're forced to go in the military by your country, right or wrong, you have to, I get that. But it's just, it's, it's appalling how people in the, because, you know, like we, we did the same thing over a longer period of time to the indigenous people of this continent that Israel has done on a much quicker timeline. During they had our help, so we, we 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 worked out all the kinks of the process, and then we we showed but, them but, the right I way mean, to do it. We're not really still doing that, by and right. large, right? I mean, there's well, there's we, we kind of one. I mean, there was nothing, you know. We 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 sure. thoroughly sure. eliminate. I mean, we we you know horrifically massacred. You know, it we we couldn't have won that 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 was like a, a sixty thousand to one fucking you know uh, score. Unfortunately, for any so there know, was for, a. Um, there was a uh, a painter from Canada who uh, had this is back in like the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, mm. who found this area where you, you know like I don't even know what what tribe it would be, um, but the ones that made totem poles like up in the Pacific Northwest, mm. um, and she was she was white and she went there and she was making these just you know amazing paintings 
of all the totem poles and like the, the habitats that these people were living in. And she was showing them in like bigger cities across Canada and the U S and people were enraged to see that these native Americans, native Canadians were thriving because they had been told they had been wiped out. Yeah. So, so like what? <laughs> so they were angry that her, she was painting what looked like a thriving indigenous community because it was at the time. Um, right, it, people it, adapt. I mean, people adapt to the fucking horrific situations that they're put right. in. You know. So, the, I mean, the, what I'm saying basically is like the goal was to wipe them all out completely. And oh, people, oh, gotcha, okay. white people had thought that that had happened. Right. <laughs> they didn't know there were still native Americans living on the continent and, yeah. you know, living well. Um, and this woman, I forget her name. The, my, my mother's a, was a art teacher. So she knows all about this person, but so yeah, just just to show like the disconnect between, you know, the reality of of what you know what genocide looks like versus the, what people's attitudes were about it, where you know they thought it had happened and were happy about it, and then when they found out it wasn't complete, they got sad. <laughs> so like <laughs> now that you've um, got people in in Israel who are calling for a second Nakba, you know, like the, at first they denied it happened, and now they're saying it did, and we should do it again. Like that, so, that's just that kind of dissonance is insane to me. Yeah, but and, and you know to the, the the whole beheaded babies lie, which you know again to to veterans of of the disinformation that's used to stoke uh, xenophobia and and you know bloodthirsty calls for war. I think we all immediately sniff this out as bullshit from the start. Um, but then of course once you look into it, it's complete bullshit. That the the one person, the one outlet claiming that is basically Israeli state news. They funneled propaganda for Netanyahu. Uh, numerous times in the past, yeah, and the Israeli military won't even, uh, yeah, I twenty four, and the uh, Israeli military won't even confirm it, which really fucking tells you something because they have no problem lying, so they they know what a whopper this is. Um, the only person that didn't seem to know what a whopper it is is uh, the pre- our president, the <laughs> president Joe Biden, who who claimed that he saw these photos, uh, to which immediately the White House press department had to to, to walk back and say, well. He saw the reports that there were photos of the, so, you know, again, it's just, you know, the one, the one positive thing that I took away from this, this debacle, uh, that particular element of it is that, you know, 1990, that would just be a fact that, that, that there were photos that were too horrific to show on national television, uh, of Hamas beheading 40 babies. Uh, and that would just become a fact. And that would be a thing that people believe that the majority of Americans believe, but, uh, and, and, and it's still maybe true to some extent that, uh, maybe a good chunk of Americans still believe that cause we are still a stupid fucking country. But, um, th- that was almost immediately debunked online and, and to the point where the, the white house had to come out and basically walk it back. Cause they realized that there was going to be no, uh, evidence for this because it was completely made up and that's that's the power of independent media and of having right. you know an online media which you would not have it, even you know 20 years ago I, I and we've seen it i mean we t- you know again you made we made the joke about the babies being thrown out of incubators but well it, that's it's, literally the way they sold fucking the united states on entering the gulf war is that you know that that babies were being fucking ripped out of incubators and it was just completely made up it was proven that it was completely right. made up I mean, uh, I, I I was old enough to remember that war, and I remember all that shit, and I was just like, really? They're, they're throwing babies out of incubators? Like, <laughs> the, who who gets off on that? 
truly, <laughs> you know. Right. Well, again, because it's think about the most horrific thing you can imagine, describe it and make it so horrific that nobody would want any evidence or proof of it. They would just believe it and not want to hear or see about it, hear about it or see it again. Sure, sure. But it's 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 just like, you know, when when you start, you know, equating Hamas with ISIS, people are going to go, oh, well, what did they actually do? It's like, oh, well, uh, cut babies' heads off? Like, whoa, really? And then all the reporters right. start asking for proof of that because that's fucking, I mean, you know, as much as the the, the White House, you know, manipulates who gets to be in that, in that, you know, in those press rooms for the press conferences and everything, you know, if they really come up with something and then can't back it up, those reporters will keep asking about it. You sure, know, because even, I mean, there's they, some shred of journalistic integrity in the in those, you know. Well, those I mean, they want to right. I mean, if it's true, they want to run that story. But if it's well, not, not true, yet. they don't want to be caught with their pants down, right? So they're going to ask for fucking something to back that up, right? And, and, and there usually and, are one or two legacy reporters in there who remember that one guy who, whose fucking name escapes me, who always just hammered the fucking White House press secretary. Oh yeah, the, the the guy who um, I remember it was one time where they said that, uh, that whoever the whoever the White House you know, press person was at the time said that, you know, the U S has no policy of backing coups in Latin America. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the guy was like, when, <laughs> since when, <laughs> like, when is there uh, been a coup God. in Latin America that you didn't support? Yeah, no, that guy was great. I love that guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it, it's completely preposterous. Um, it, it's always been preposterous. Israel has always been the fucking bully backed by the biggest bully in the history uh, of the world, the United States, uh, and and its Western allies, and they've always gotten away with you know the 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 automatic defense, which puts everyone on the defensive. Is oh well, if you criticize us, uh, you're anti-Semitic. Never mind the fact that uh, you know a good number of Jews in the United States uh, and around the world uh, hate the fact that Israel exists because it's it's again you know obviously it's a state that's propped up by uh, evangelical Christians who want to see the end, who want to bring about the end times. It's not about religion. It's yeah. almost an atheistic uh, state. Well, that's just it, a, a fucking colonial reclamation project. Yeah. There are some like biblical reasons why they oppose a Jewish state as well, um, because it goes against some part of the old Testament that they are very adamant about. I don't know exactly. This but fucking book needs to make up. Those mind, are, you know, I mean, come on, <laughs> you know, but, but all of those people are still like, you know, they support Palestine as, you know, because before the creation of Israel, Palestine was a multi-ethnic, multi-religious society. Yep. You know, there weren't these divisions. And when you talk about when they, you know, when they talk about now about a two state solution, that's what the creation of Israel was. It was, it, it's to create an apartheid state only for Jews that would was going to be, you know, whatever Palestinians were left in Israel proper, were not going to have the same rights. Um, and you asked me to kind of do some research on some of the numbers yeah. and, you know, we're overall the death toll over the decades is, is about 10 to one, but you know, we, who, these Hamas guys that charged into, uh, into Israel and took hostages, they took about 150 hostages, right. And they're believed to be, you know, in, northern gaza somewhere yeah right mostly and soldiers they, mostly soldiers but i'm sure some civilians right and sure. Who you know probably so, were former soldiers like it's you know it, it, right. again like you said because almost every adult has been a fucking soldier in the idf they likely were sure entirely sure. made up i mean but you know I, i'm sure they had some targets in mind they weren't just like randomly like oh my god we're in israel hey, you just, just grab a guy off the street you know i'm sure they had the, the you know there was a clearly coordinated plan 
Um, interestingly enough, I just saw this poll today that four out of five of Israelis blame Netanyahu for this. Not that his policies led to it, but that like a failure of being not tough enough on intelligence and and you know suppressing them is what led to right. He wasn't he wasn't crazy <laughs> enough. Like he wasn't fucking psychotic enough. That's that this is what that's why this happened. Right. Well, and I think for for a long time the idea was you know the the occupation, the blockade, the siege of Gaza, you know, was seen as necessary for their security. Right. Like, yes, we're doing awful, evil, evil things, but it's for our security. We have the right to defend ourselves. And I think that that illusion has gone away. And, you know, the rational mind would be like, hey, you know, we really should stop this occupation because this is the blowback we're getting for it. Instead, they're going to go, oh, no, this this just proves that, you know, occupation and blockade isn't enough. And we need to completely wipe them out, just completely exterminate them is what they're openly saying yeah, now. Yeah. Which, you know, so, again. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You know, well, I just wanted to get to this number because, you know, the 150 hostages. I'm like, I mean, you don't really call them hostages if it's prisoners of war, right? You don't call them that, but okay, hostages, <laughs> no, no, sure enough. Right. So according to Adamir, which is, you know, think of them as like a Palestinian National Lawyers Guild. There are 5,200 prisoners, including 170 children in Israeli prisons who were, were taken from the Gaza Strip and the West Bank from Palestine, and they're sitting in Israeli jails. 1,264 of them who have never been ha- never been charged and never had a trial. Hmm. That seems that seems legal. That seems I would I would fine. say that that makes them hostages as well. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, tenfold the amount of hostages, you know, just right. just on a rolling basis. Well, you remember um, that headline when um it was Israel was demanding that Ber- uh, Bernie Sanders issue an apology because he had gotten the number of children that they had killed wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That it and was, it wasn't it zero. Was merely, it was merely 562, not the much larger number that Bernie had quoted. Yes, yes. No, I, I, I very much remember that. By the way, uh, Palestine, uh, people estimate that it's approximately 50% uh, children. Like, it's 50% people under the age of 18. It's such a young country because they've killed so many adults uh, in, in Palestine um that it, it it nearly half the country are considered children so there's a lot know. of countries that have that age demo um but that's also just cuz world population keeps going up right um yeah so gaza has one power plant which is now no longer functional because they have cut off everything as they said they would um 13 hospitals now are no longer functioning um for a population of 2.2 million people any babies in incubators in those hospitals just out of curiosity I don't know if people know this, but when you drop a bomb on a building and collapse the entire city block, um, those babies' heads aren't cut off. They're just, you know, flattened into a pancake, right? Well, so that's, not as, that's not as, 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 as you know, that's, that's not as headline grabbing as cutting the head off, though. I mean, you know, that's, <laughs> that doesn't play as well on, in a headline, so, you know, baby's it, head just, squished like a pancake. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's, I guess if you don't see it, then it's all in your head, right? Right. No, but, yeah, nobody sees it. If anyone saw it there, they would also be squashed like a pancake. Well, um, and that's the thing is, you know, if you show the, the people in terror, then it humanizes them. And we don't want anyone humanizing the people in Gaza. Um, so this was this is hilarious. Jamie Lee Curtis, another famous celebrity lady person um, on looks like Instagram here, posted a picture and she titled it Terror from the Skies in all capital letters. And it's a bunch of children in terror, sure enough, looking up to the skies for the bombs falling on them. And she apparently thought they were Israeli children. 
Because I'm sure that's how it was framed on the fucking image that she stole from. She just you know, she wherever. just assumed that if if children are in terror, they, it must be from the the evil Hamas people yep. uh, who have fighter jets that you know <laughs> drop 500 pound bombs and cost yep. 35 million dollars a piece. That's what Hamas has, right? Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. No, no. so it turned now they're running re- water, but they have they have fifty thousand fifty million dollar fighter <laughs> right. jets. So once she realized this is a picture of Palestinian kids uh, fearing for their lives from uh, Israel dropping bombs on them, she deleted it. So uh, yeah, again, no, no retraction, just, no, no self reflection, no, huh? Just, maybe that, that's weird. <laughs> you know, and, and then I, I see this headline. This is this was like the first day this started. Uh, hundreds fear dead across Israel and Gaza as Hamas launches attack. Next to a picture. Of Palestine and an entire city block being blown up, so it's it's just it's like whatever whatever the the you know the people who are truly being victimized here will make it look like they're the ones that did it to themselves. You know, yeah. we'll we'll win the headline. Launch launches attack next to a picture of an Israeli attack on on a a dense neighborhood. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. That absolutely makes sense. Um, I, you know, again, I. I really, to me, uh, you know, this, like you said, this doesn't feel like every other uh, just just run of the mill bombing campaign. I think uh, Hamas, you know, fun. And by the way, when people say Hamas because of the way that they've been uh, demonized in Western media, your mind immediately goes to ISIS, Al Qaeda. Like that's that that's what the the word association that the U.S. media has always tried to put forth uh, with with Hamas is Hamas is just the. Uh, citizens militia of the 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 uh, Palestinian uh, remaining territory because they are too small to have an army. Uh, they have no natural resource. They have no resources. They can't actually get any sort of uh, weaponry of any you know significant nature inside of the uh, prison uh, they, that they're they, kept they've, in. They've, they've got tunnels. <laughs> well, that's why I, I say I significant. Mean, they can't get fucking tanks. They have you know they they get they get rockets. That's that you know rockets are easy. Sure. To, carry up a tunnel like for so you here, know. here here's the here's the thing is the last time israel did a, a land invasion of gaza they got their asses handed to them by hamas right like they lost right. a lot of guys right because once once you put you know soldiers and tanks into the streets in gaza you can't bomb anymore because your own people are in there mm-hmm. right so then it becomes a fucking guerrilla war and you know even though i'm just you know obviously idf knows every fucking city street in gaza we're talking again we're talking about a strip of land smaller than the city of chicago um but then it you know it, it's almost if anything it's like this is this is what hamas wants is they want to have a shooting you know gun battles in the streets because they can't you know you can't do anything about bombs drop from thousands of feet up right but if no, they like their in- chances though in a 1v1 you know it's close quarters combat on their own territory Right. So, I mean, I think I'm sure that was, you know, they knew the response would be this, uh, you know, in some way. But again, it's it's like this is when you are when you suppress people uh, and occupy them and subjugate them for decade after decade after decade. This is the result. Right. And, and you know, for for the people that are you know, out there like, well, you killed killed civilians. It's like, OK, so Nat Turner killed women and children. Does that mean that you're cool with slavery now? Like, does that negate, you know, you, you think, you think the Haitian revolution didn't involve civilians getting killed, colonizers, civilians getting killed? I very much think this is, and I hope that this is Palestinians kind of Harper's Ferry moment where it's, 
the turning point for for society to to realize what's actually happening like yeah they're gonna get their fucking asses handed to them because again they're they're completely <laughs> outgunned and they have you know the, the, yeah. israel has the backing of the the mightiest army in the history of the world behind them but um there's no just going back from this. This is going to become a major flashpoint of uh, political dialogue for a very long time now. And people are going to actually have to start engaging with this. And maybe people are actually going to understand what, what Palestine actually is in modern days. And the fact that it literally is an open air prison. That's not it's, hyperbole. I mean, it is literally a fenced in fucking however many miles, you know, city sized section of a country that used to be the entire country of Palestine where people are not allowed to leave and they're held in behind fences at gunpoint and cut and their natural resources are cut off from them whenever Israel feels like it. That is the reality of living in Palestine and people will understand that. I hope after uh, this, this story, you know, has blown up because this is not just going to go away. Well, speaking of blowing up, um, you know, for, for those who say that Gazans can flee through the, the border, they have with Egypt. Um, that's apparently not happening either. Um, Egypt and Israel have a, a peace treaty. So whatever Israel says, Egypt will enforce. Uh, the, uh, Israel's also said that if anyone tries to send in aid uh, through the um, Egyptian border, they will be bombed. Oh, so yeah, this is this is this is a total siege. This is a, this is like a civil war siege where they would literally just like surround a city and, you know, wait for months until everyone starved and then surrendered. You know, yeah, like, yeah. like old school, old school fucking well, castle you know, siege. But it was cool because you know they did they did give an order to evacuate like a couple hours before they bombed the entire fucking city of Gaza. So you know that that seems fair when you when you when your options are uh, swim and drown or or fucking be bombed and, and crushed. Oh, under you you rubble, remember you when know? they were bombing children playing on a beach? Yeah, yeah. You remember that one? Remember yeah. when they were they were shooting at fishing boats when they dared tried to go fish for themselves? Yeah, yeah, not even not even to escape, like literally. But again, I, I, you, that word escape, they are fucking prisoners of this little strip of land. You know, Israel wants to take over so bad, yet they won't let them leave and they won't fucking, you know, let them have, you know, their houses back that they're constantly stealing from them. It, it, it's just like, how can anybody look at this situation and think that Israel aren't the fucking bad guys? Like, it's it's unbelievable to me that. Anyone and and I know that a lot of it is that just people just don't know because they they believe what they hear on the news they believe what they see, you know, it, just in the in the general uh, in the culture and 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 just to, and take it at face value. Um, yeah, they, they just, don't know. They just don't know. Is the thing they don't know. They're not they're not curious people. And, and, and there's they a lot don't of people who are stuff day to day. Um, cognitively dissonant about it. There, there are people who know fully well. I've had arguments with with people I I used to work with and that I knew who were Jewish, uh, who would consider themselves like progressives or leftists or liberal, who just had this fucking mental block about Israel because that's again, it's just once you introduce religion to to someone's le- and I get I would say the same thing about uh, Christians who I consider leftists who just had this mental fucking block when it came to certain things like abortion. It, when you introduce that level of programming into a young fucking mind, it is literally the equivalent of, of psychological, you know, manipulation. It's, it's fucking MK ultra shit. It, it like you are programmed to like, not be able to get those ideas out of your head, no matter how much, you know, I, I there's still parts of I'm fucking as atheist as the day is long. And I have been for, for decades, but there's still parts of me that like, 
you know, like what, like if I, not that I, I do this on a regular basis, but if I like, you know, like if I had like broken a fucking like a cross or something, like, Oh shit, that seems like really not a, you know what I mean? Like not, I, I, maybe I'm not using a good example, but like I, just parts of me that my, of my How brain that are handling crosses or crucifixes that you're, well, <laughs> when, you know, when I, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm out vampire hunting on the weekends. No, but, um, no, but no, I, and that's not even a real thing, but you, but like, I'm trying to think, I can't think of an example, but there's still parts of my brain that like have that little like religious programming in the back of my head where I was like, Oh shit, you know, that's really not a good thing to do. I'm going to go to hell if I do that. And then I'm like, what am I fucking saying? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it, it, it really fucks a kid's mind up to, to, to indoctrinate them to that level when they're young. And I think that that's, again, a lot of people's cognitive dissonance when it comes to Israel, the same way that that's a lot of Catholics cognitive dissonance when it comes to, uh, sure. social issues that the church, well, you know, doesn't, doesn't, I mean, uh, how many with. people, how many people sit around studying the court systems of other countries, you know, like who does that? Not many, o- only psychos, <laughs> only psychos. I mean, cause so you were telling just... me earlier how you were, you were reading about the Israeli uh, court system, right? <laughs> yes. So when people say apartheid, you know, I think they just think like, oh, separate drinking fountains for white people and black people in South Africa or something like they don't really know what it means. Right. But what right. Israel's which is doing, in and of itself horrific. But yes, what Israel's doing is just magnitudes of scale worse than whatever took place in, in South Africa. I mean, this is this is just like total war. This is ethnic cleansing yeah no, this, is, and, this is a pogrom this is and, a and the double and the double standards are just like cartoonishly like you if i if you told this to most people if it was happening in america they would be like what that's fucking that's crazy um so the the israeli military court system is a separate system from their civil courts right so i just want to read a little bit here You'll get you'll get the the you'll be outraged a couple different times here if you've never heard this before. Um, the main function of the Israeli military court system is to prosecute Palestinians who are arrested by the Israeli military and charged with security violations and other crimes as defined by Israel in its military orders. Uh, Israeli military orders supersede like any other Israeli law. Hmm. Um, you just the military can declare whatever it wants, basically. However, these orders enforced through the military courts also criminalize a wide array of other types of activities, uh, including certain forms of political and cultural expression, association, movement, and nonviolent protest, even certain traffic offenses, anything deemed to threaten Israel's security or to adversely affect the uh, uh, maintenance of order and control of the territories. Judges in military courts are military officers in regular or reserve service. Most of the judges do not have long-term judicial training, and many served previously as military prosecutors. The current prosecutors are Israeli uh, soldiers in regular or service or reserve service appointed to the position by the area commander. Some of them are not even certified as attorneys under the Israeli Bar Association. The defendants in the military courts are all Palestinian. All the jurisdiction of the Israeli military court system is never applied to Israeli settlers living in the West Bank, who are instead governed by Israeli civil law. As per, is, is, um, as per Israeli military orders, a Palestinian can be held without charge for the total amount of period for 90 days. Trials for Palestinians before the military courts must be completed within 18 months 
while the comparable limit for detainees before Israeli civilian courts is nine months. If the proceedings before the military courts have not concluded within eight, an 18-month time frame, a judge from the military court of appeals can extend the detention of a Palestinian in the military court by six-month increments. So basically, six increments. So how, like, just indefinitely? Basically, yeah. Just like, oh, we want to hold this person. We we need more time to collect more evidence. So just imagine, like, as bad as in in America, as bad as ICE and Border Patrol and DHS is. At least we don't let them operate their own separate court system. Like we have one system of courts for everything here in the United States. If you're a refugee or whatever um, here, undocumented, or whatever, and you get, they, you know, need a process, right. you catch you, whatever. It's through a civilian court. We don't it's have just a separate the system. court system, right? We it's don't just, have court right exactly. Systems. You're gonna you're gonna have a hearing in front of a regular judge. You know, we have military courts, but they're only for military officers and their own conduct. Right. Uh, relating to their own military service. If if a soldier goes out and, you know, kills somebody, they're going to get tried in a regular, uh, you know, yeah, it, civilian you criminal court. We you can don't certainly have say a, we have a... Oh, yeah, sorry. Well, we just, we don't have a separate court system for a certain group of people in this country. And that's exactly what these Israeli military courts are for, purely for trying Palestinians. Right. You could certainly say we have a two-tiered, two-tiered justice system, but that still is within the same system of, of you know, laws. It's just applied differently. Again, there's that's in every, probably in every country. There's there's, there's sure. that level of racism, but again, but that, yeah, it's, that, it's that the boils same down more to system, social class than anything. But sure. you know, we don't we don't have a separate a separate set of rules. No, for no. different courts overseen by different people. I mean, you think you're going to get a, a fair trial when the judge and the prosecutor are you know, members or, you know, current or reserve members of the military. <laughs> it's like no fucking who's, way. Yeah, who's literally trying to wipe, wipe you off the face of the earth. Yeah, not 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 so much uh, a, a fair trial to be had in that situation. But so, it, um, you know, and it's just it's like if, if you if you put it in that context and you explain to somebody, you know, I think they would understand that that would that's, you know, <laughs> that that's not democratic. You can't call yourself a democracy when you have a. Uh, completely separate system of justice for people of a different race or a different religion. What are you talking about? The Middle East only democracy. I, that's, that's what I've been told every right. minute that, 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 that I said that they can on, on, and, on the news. The, so because be they're true. a democracy, they're allowed to use white phosphorus on civilians. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, despite the fact that that's illegal under international law and, you know, against m multiple treaties, but you know, when you don't sign those treaties, that doesn't apply. Like that's not, you know, International law doesn't apply if exactly. you don't acknowledge that it exists. You, you can't do a war crime if you're not a member of the ICC, right? No. Right, <laughs> right. Which white phosphorus, by the way, is a banned is a banned munition because it literally, um, number one, it's indiscriminate. It can be blown all over the place by the wind. Uh, it will literally stick to people's skin and burn you alive. Like it will burn your fucking flesh. It's just yeah, it's, it's napalm. It's basically it, napalm. It, it's it's horrific. It's a horrific thing to do to anybody um, in warfare. Um, and yeah, they use it regularly. They use it regularly in Palestine in this little strip of land that they have. I mean, it's the equivalent of of these fucking you know fat fucking out of shape hunters who like go to like fenced in preserves and like hang out the side of a fucking helicopter and like you know shoot shoot fucking 
you know, auto semi-auto, you know, rifles at, at like fucking deer. Like that's, that's the level of, of, of what are you talking about? Ted, Nug- Ted Nugent's a fucking Patriot. What are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. Yes. That's <laughs> what are one of the key offenders, but yeah, I mean, that's the level of, of, you know, oh God, not that it. any warfare is fair, but like the level of, of just imagine how horrific of a fucking person you have to be to, 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 to do that to another group of people. So like this is funny. Just, I, um, I went to high school with a guy who ended up working for a video production studio yep. uh, in 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 Michigan, and um, they th- this production studio. Uh, one of the things they did was shoot and edit Ted Nugent's hunting videos. He had like a whole series of like fucking. Vi- this is a long time ago. Fucking loser! Uh, of course, you would do that. Like, and they had. And yes, yeah, so my buddy's like, yeah, we have to keep like editing out, editing, editing out the fence you know, where he's in this fenced in area <laughs> hunting these animals. We have to keep editing out the fence because the camera guy kept not, you know, he kept not forgetting the fence was not supposed to be filmed <laughs> to make it look like they're out in the wilderness. And yeah, it yeah. was like, it was like a one mile enclosure, you know, one square mile enclosure. So it's like, how hard is it to find a fucking deer? If you have, you know, just a few acres it has to move around in and it can't go past the fence, you know? <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that seems that yeah. seems so. Fair. So basically, Gaza, Gaza. There yeah, you go. no. Uh, so a couple quick things I wanted to hit from this this story. You know, as we're as we're talking about it, uh, Nicholas Maduro had a good statement um, that I wanted to read. Uh, let's see, where is it? So he came out and and this is the president of Venezuela. Um, the, the 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 the. Oh, I un- thought you meant the unjust- other Nicholas Maduro. I, 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 I'm <laughs> the glad unjustfully you- <laughs> elected, according to the United States, even though he won. Uh, popular vote, you know, uh, democratic elections uh, numerous times. Uh, no, but but you know he's socialist, so we don't we we, we can't recognize that he's a legitimate uh, a leader. Uh, well, no I, electricity. I, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. Well, just I I did. Um, I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but it was a few months ago that somebody at the U.S. State Department like finally admitted that they no longer consider uh, Juan Guido the interim president anymore. <laughs> I was like, all right, enough, uh, enough is enough. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. They come on. They moved on bigger and better things. That was like three fucking fake uh fake oh, outrage stories speaking ago. of moving on um somebody somebody high up in some other u.s government thing said that uh that the the money for ukraine is is no longer unlimited and we're going to be moving on to other uh, arenas or so, something like that well, so, uh, well no, apparently and i don't know how legitimate this quote is but the there was a quote going around from Zelensky saying he was very concerned that the attention being given to uh to israel right now would overshadow the uh the the the, the fight in ukraine or something to that effect so it's like you yeah. know the you know the fucking neo nazis that he has guarding him 24/7 are sharpening up their fucking meat cleavers like oh really checks are checks aren't rolling anymore huh huh uh, so, uh, why are you here again? <laughs> what use do we have for you now? Um, Seriously. I mean, yeah, it's, he, it was obvious it would, you know, that like it, w- when this shit first started with Ukraine, like every skyscraper in downtown Chicago had like their, the top of their skyscraper lights turned to the, you know, yellow and blue. Mm-hmm. And I was downtown just a few days ago and like, none of them have that anymore. Right, they they have people have moved on from giving a shit about Ukraine. No, it's, again, it's the it's the fucking meme where you do where it's like the mindless fucking chimp with the the brain chip, and you take the the Ukraine outrage chip out, and then you put in the Israel outrage chip, and then it's right. Know. Um, but yeah, so Maduro's quote was uh, no electricity, no water, no fuel, total blockade, invasion of Gaza. There, in a small space, live millions of human beings who, for decades, have been bombed, 
tortured, attacked, persecuted, and martyred. Uh, that is the sacred people of Gaza. The world uh, has to react and say no to the genocide against the people of Gaza, no to the genocide against the Palestinian people, the Christian world, the Muslim world, the Jewish world, the world of the South has to react. We have to wake up. Um, so significant, strong words from the president of Venezuela. Uh, unfortunately, you know, the president of this country can't fucking garble out three sentences. And when he does, he lies about, you know, non-existent photos of babies being beheaded. Um, and then you get responses from, from fucking shitty, uh, politicians like fucking AOC who, you know, had the world fooled for 10 minutes that, that, you know, she wasn't, uh, a complete right wing piece of shit. Uh, but she just, you know, recently came out and condemned, uh, the, the, not only the attacks quote unquote, but the rallies that people were having in New York city, like the Palestinian solidarity rallies, um, which were, you know, saying like, Hey, you know, whatever you think about this situation, Palestinian people have been oppressed for decades, uh, in, 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 and just, you know, people need to wake the fuck up to this reality of the situation. Uh, and she called those anti-Semitic and unacceptable. So again, just lumping in, uh, anyone who protests the actual injustice of, of right. the occupation of Palestine well, I mean- with- you got to remember that uh, I don't even know what the numbers are for the Republican Party, um, but the Democratic Party most, I mean, it's, it's, you have, what was it, Cory Booker? Uh, I forget what year it was, but it was one of his re-election campaigns got a third, a third of all of his campaign contribution money was from APAC, right? Yep. Like they are, they are all like, they, they know they won't get elected without bending the knee to Israel. Yep. Right. And, um, and it's just you look at the responses from, uh, and, you know, and they all get their they all get like the same template marching orders for when they have to do their their outrage. Right. Shereed Brown. I condemn the horrific, unprovoked attacks on the Israeli people. Senator John Fetterman. I forcefully condemn these cowardly, horrifying, unprovoked attacks. Senator Chris Coons. I unequivocally condemn Hamas's unprovoked invasion. So they all they all were told to say the word unprovoked. Right. Yep. And I and I don't know in in what world you can say it's unprovoked when, you know, it'd be it'd be like, you know, if you, if you look up the, the the Tet Offensive, which turned the tide in the war against the people of Vietnam to this day, it's still considered to be a sneak attack. Like it's yeah, the, the people in the country that we invaded that we invaded. Yeah, it's a sneak attack. That they're the sense. they're the sneaky ones for fighting back against well, us. Well, they're Asian, so they're they're inherently sneaky, according to those slant-eyed us. savages. I mean, it's literally that's literally <laughs> it's just it's fucking unreal that the, the, the just the casual racism that we use in in our in the way we that that these things are remembered historically. I actually want to play a clip real quick because it's from t- it's yeah. from this week. It's from not not the other one. I was I was gonna play that too, but um, there is there was a uh, an opposition rally to some of the pro uh, Palestinian rallies in New York City, um, and I, I want to play some audio from the the pro Israeli rally in New York City uh, from people on the street, and these were people talking into the camera. This was not like candid footage captured. This is people with their whole chest saying these things to two people with cameras yeah. at at this rally. Fuck Palestine! Palestine to my dick! What do you think the response should be from Netanyahu and the military to Gaza? Kill all Palestinians! All of them! Not one left from the river to the sea, Palestine will be deceased! And Israel need to do like this. You see? 
Now Gaza, like this. Gaza need to do like this. Oh, oh, like this. But all this, Jewish. Two options. What do you What do you think the response should be to, to Gaza? We, we gotta mean, wipe them off the fucking map. It, I'm talking about oh, every fucking flatten them like a parking lot. Yeah, wait, wait. they're flatten them out. Once they're there's not, not, there is nothing. Nothing else you can do. They they prove to they prove to us that there's nothing else you can do. We tried and we tried everything. It doesn't work. We have to wipe them flat off the fucking map, like like a fucking parking lot. Yeah, I'm not stopping till all Arabs are wiped out. I think I think now it's the time that we need to erase Gaza. There is people inside, our people inside, that kidnap, and now we need to kill all of them and free Israel. All all of their beliefs is killing Jewish and killing and murder our people. Flatten it. Flatten Gaza. That will be the last war in Gaza. That it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That, it, it's just, yeah. I saw some of that clip, and I, I can confirm that the guy that said they should turn Gaza into a parking lot was wearing a backwards baseball cap. So Yeah, it was a Yankee hat. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. It was the most New York, like, stereotypical New York. Like, you know, the Michael Imperioli, if he wasn't, like, slightly, like, liberal. Like, it was, it was that look, that level of a stereotypical New Yorker. Just, you know, wipe them off the fucking map. Wipe them, like, just... I mean, th- yeah. this is the kind of mindless fucking mookery that you get. Like, uh, it's just unreal how fucking just casually racist. But I, again, I don't think I've seen this level of xenophobia and and just casual racism and casual uh, calls for complete genocide of of other human beings since I was like super young. Since like the the wake of nine eleven, like the way people were talking about. Uh, Arabs in general after after 9-11 it was a very similar uh, tenor and a very similar fever pitch and it's uh, it's just very concerning because I mean like I said I think you know I hope that this this spurs people to actually um, like open a fucking book and like use their brain and and like research uh, <laughs> what what Palestine actually is but I, you know again I don't know I don't know if you, I don't know you if know I how much Americans love books <laughs> <laughs> right, I, I, right. So we might be fucked. Like this may just be, you know, this may be the again. I say maybe it's the, the the Harper's Ferry John Brown moment, or maybe it's the moment where they just completely, you know, uh, get get. Maybe it's the fucking post nine eleven uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom and Operation Enduring Freedom moment where we just turn our brains off and we just allow uh, the U.S. to back the complete fucking ethnic cleansing of all Palestinians remaining in Palestine. Like that's me. Unfortunately, I think those are the two situations we may be looking at right now. I don't know. It's, it's always America that has the control to stop it. And they always tell Israel to stop just before people start to wake up to the horror of what Israel's doing. Right. You know, because it's, it's like, Oh, people are starting to, we're starting to look like the bad guy. All right. You not, know, turn not it off, morality, turn it off, turn just it off. out of like a uh, fuck. Don't yeah, guys, come on. Come on. Yeah. Cause they're aware of the optics, right? Yeah. As soon as they start to look this, this is the first time that like Israel hasn't looked like the person instigating the violence, at least to the outside world for, you know, probably my whole life, you know, right. like they, the, cause I mean, let's, let's be real. I mean, Hamas did go in there and killed a lot of people. Um, right. They killed they killed more people in one day than in like all of the, the jihad fatwas of like the 90s and 2000s, you know, and they, they stopped doing suicide bombings and 
you know, that was good because I don't think that's you know necessarily that's a, lot a more good thing to do. I think this was significantly oh, sure. more targeted yeah. than than. But, than like but a you gotta understand, you know, I mean, have you have you seen Battle of Algiers? No, the movie no. Criterion Collection. No. Oh my God, so good. Um, it it feels like you're watching a documentary and just just the most amazing black and white film stock. And there's some scenes where I don't know how they filmed it without actually people actually getting blown up. Yeah. <laughs> but they. I mean, the the people who were resisting the French occupation in Algeria, in the city of Algiers, they resorted to terrorism. They started blowing up French cafes on their soil, you know, and that was that's the thing that brought about the war that liberated them. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's it's the fucking Luthan speech from Andor. Like, yes, I know I'm going to pick a fight and it's going to make things worse for all of us, but that's how we're going to get rid of the empire. Yeah. Right. And it's 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 awful you know, being cursed to have to use the tools of your enemy to see a sunrise, you know, to, to build, build a sunrise you'll never see or whatever he fucking says. Right. But Man, that's such a good show. You know, <laughs> Sorry. it's, just it's fuck. like um, they, they know this has been decades and decades for most of them. It's been their entire life. And they know that, you know, appealing to the West or people in the West over public opinion is never going to liberate them. It just isn't. People and again, if there are people listening who've gotten this far into the show and and are still like on the fence, like yeah, well, but they're terrorists. Like, think about how many people, how many heroes in world history were called terrorists in their time. You know, John, I talked about John Brown. You know, mm-hmm. the catalyst for the Civil War, uh, just you know, completely selfless and heroic act that 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 spurred the national consciousness that 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 you know brought about the end of slavery through you know through the Civil War. Um, was called a terrorist. You know, f- fucking Nelson Mandela was called a terrorist, was considered a terrorist, um, you know, during his time. I mean, it's just, there are so many examples throughout world history of people who were right on the right side of history who uh, were at the forefront of revolutions who were considered terrorists at the time and still considered terrorists to this day in some cases. People still call Che Guevara a terrorist or Hugo Chavez or any any of the any of the 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 people involved in any of the the you know the Latin American yeah, revolutions. And, and but what, what what were the buildings that were targeted on 9-11? World Trade exactly. Center. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> you know, the World I mean. Trade Center and the Pentagon. Okay. Those weren't picked at random, <laughs> right? You didn't they didn't crash planes into the Statue of and Liberty. I'm, and I'm not and I'm not a, and I wouldn't equate the 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 you know people in Al Qaeda with any of those actual, you know, historical heroes that we mentioned it's but just again you know no there's but always the, you know i mean the, uh, keep in mind this was you know a terrorist that was funded by the cia <laughs> let's not forget that no of course i um, mean there again you know we we said it's not that we again it wouldn't be a situation where we condone those actions but again it's not like it's, it's understanding the context it's not in which they happened nowhere, yes it's understanding the context in which they happened which was blowback from you know decades of us you know putting the boot on the neck of the middle east in general when you, um it, it's you know <laughs> when you have a media that keeps you in the dark constantly and, and never tells you the truth of what's going on every situation where there is blowback seems like it's unprovoked and i think that's the important takeaway that people should take away from this is that anything will seem like it's unprovoked until you actually look into it you know, we, we again we talked about the same thing with russia and ukraine and the 2014 coup that the u.s supported where we installed this fucking, you know, right nas- right wing nationalist uh, coup government, uh, it, you know, again that the, the, that whole 
invasion uh, by Russia seems unprovoked until you know that fact. Like there's just, if you don't get the information that you need to, that anything will seem out of nowhere. But then I really just, I hope that eventually people learn that they should look into these things and not just take these things at face value because there's always more to the story than you're, than you're getting. You know, Um, it's, it's, it's clout chasing too, from like a celebrity influencer level. It's just, you know, you don't have to do any work. It's whatever the popular thing is. Right. You get your name in the news, right? It's it's. Remember when everyone was uploading just a you know a, a, an all black square? Oh, yeah, I was just thinking that, yeah. Oh god! I don't remember just... what the hell that was protesting anymore. Was that a Black Lives Matter thing or what was that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Although that... I'll tell you, but you saw that the the meme that Black Lives Matter Chicago posted that everyone. Oh yeah, people were not happy. Over. I know. Because that's oh, what Black man. Lives Matter actually is. It actually is. You know, again, number one, it's not like a fucking centralized like there's no you know you can't go to well, there was, there was black that one black woman, lives matter corporate headquarters but there was that one woman that tried to like make it into a brand right uh-huh, and uh-huh. then people went after her because she was actually and then like, DeRay tried to wealthy. do that too yeah there's a bunch of fucking clout chasers that tried was, to do that but it was a very organic thing that that started right long before you know it started really after the fucking zimmerman guy got off for for killing that kid um tamir rice and you know i don't think people really realized how big of a thing it was at the time. But then when George Floyd kicked off, that was, you know, when, that was when the right started to really hate it, you know, cause then it was like, Oh, he was, yeah, they're, they're, they're saying too many uncomfortable truths. Um, right. Why is this yeah, black no, they, guy on my TV? <laughs> right. They shared uh, a meme of, uh, of, of a Palestinian hang glider, which again, one of the most incredible pieces of footage I think I've ever seen in a, in any kind of guerrilla warfare or battle, uh, people literally a a palestinian man literally hang gliding out of the open air prison of palestine into israel uh to to join the 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 you know the 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 offensive the attack whatever you want to call it uh with hamas like it just imagine the fucking balls it takes to get into a hang glider when israel has just a a super advanced fucking well (laughs) they claim super advanced military missile uh missile defense system Given oh to yeah, them we, we've United talked States. about what a sham Iron Dome <laughs> right, is, right. <laughs> but, like, but still, I still wouldn't get in a fucking hang glider and test my luck. You know, like I, that's that seems like that's that's a slow enough target that a fucking even their paltry system could. Uh, but could I guarantee, it. I guarantee all the right wingers, all the blue check, because they were all it's all blue checks from all you see on fucking the replies, unless you scroll down for like half an hour, is the fucking blue checks because they paid to finally have somebody listen to them because their family won't call. Uh, <laughs> they were losing their minds over this shit because it was uh-huh. Black Lives Matter and Chicago and supporting Palestine, like the three right. things they cannot abide. The trifecta <laughs> of terror. Just cr- millions but I of guarantee, fucking MAGA chuds I guarantee fell to their knees crying. All those same fucking MAGA chuds crying. One of their favorite movies is was the fucking movie where Steve McQueen jumps the fucking motorcycle over the concentration <laughs> camp wall. <laughs> Great escape. I'm fucking sure they're rooting for that. Man. But they can't apply the same thing to somebody if they have brown skin. Yeah. Still love that scene in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where they where where Tarantino like faithfully recreates that fucking scene with uh with Leo, where he was thinking about the fact the way he didn't get the uh, part in Great Escape. <laughs> oh yeah, so good. Yeah, yeah. Well, only Tarantino would be fucking nuts enough to you know recreate like a five minute <laughs> scene from that fucking movie. Yeah, uh, just just no just a little a thing just that you have it. in the back of your head that you're like, oh man, I could have could have been me. <laughs> but you gotta think that actors have that moment where they watch a movie and they just picture themselves in that fucking famous role that they're like, man, fuck, 
I had that. Oh one. yeah. If that dude I mean, didn't cause... show up, I would have fucking had that one. Well, it's funny too because so many people in Hollywood are, are fucking mad because they always end up losing a role to Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> so right. it's, like, it's like, hey, You're Leo, right. wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be funny if you had experience what it's like for all these other actors who lost right, roles? Like, to Leo, you? when the fuck did you lose a role to anybody? Like, maybe when you were like fourteen. You know, I, I can't I, imagine adult Leo's ever lost a role to anyone. I'm sh- I'm sure when when Leo like read the the words on the page for that scene he like c- called up Quentin and Quentin was just laughing at him like <laughs> you have to fuck I'm gonna make you play the role that you've never had to play before right, right. the guy who's losing a role to you shoes on the other foot yeah seriously <laughs> um but no so I you know again I just I, I hope that this spurs the national consciousness I, I there was another clip I wanted to play um uh, yeah. of Norman Finkelstein he just famous uh, author uh, just political commentator. Um, I believe he's a professor. I, I, he, he does something brainy, but I, I forget he, what he he's is. an academic guy who does speeches and lectures yeah, yeah, yeah. and so, has written lots of books or something. Uh, a Jewish just... Jewish man, I believe both of his parents were in concentration camps, or his parents or his grandparents. He mentions it in this clip, so you'll 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 hear it. Yeah, well, but, this clip is actually um, from a while ago too. So just yes, you know, but he's... but I think it's 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 apropos because there's yeah. a, a constant need to victimize themselves. People who support Israel and people. Uh, who want to act like Israel are the innocent victims when, again, they have the entire military might of the world's greatest fucking super military superpower behind them against a bunch of people whose Air Force consists of a couple hang gliders. Uh, they still want to cry victim and claim that they're that they're the ones who are actually oppressed. Oppressed, you know? No, it is it is us, the slave owners, who are the actual oppressed ones that we have to take up the burden of slavery. It's not the fucking slaves that we are keeping you know at gunpoint is not going to cut itself we have to fucking get some people out there right so to do it so we can't do it ourselves and i was reminded of this video because there's 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 a girl crying crocodile tears that norman finkelstein tells the truth about the, the 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 fallacy of the state of israel um because today there were videos of people who were showing up to counter protest the pro palestine rallies uh, crying and acting as if these people were, you know, uh, anti-Semitic and like, why they're trying to kill us? Why do you hate us? Blah blah blah. Like just complete fucking hundred and fifty thousand dollar a semester, you know, NYU fucking grad students with their pumpkin spice lattes who have never cracked a fucking book open in their life, completely misunderstanding the the reality of the history uh, of that region. So I want to play this clip because I really think he shuts this person down uh, tremendously well. During your speech, you made a lot of references to Jewish people, as well as certain people in your audience, not Jewish people in general, but certain people, especially in your audience, tonight. Now, that is extremely offensive when certain people are German, and they're also extremely offensive to people who have actually suffered under rule. I don't respect that anymore. I really don't. I don't like and I don't respect the crocodile tears to, con- to the crocodile tears. No. My late father was in Auschwitz. My late mother was in Maidana concentration camp. Both of my parents were in the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising. And it's in precisely and exactly because of the lessons my parents taught me and my two siblings that I will not be silent when Israel commits its crimes against the Palestinians. And I consider nothing more despicable than to use their suffering 
and their martyrdom to try to justify the torture, the brutalization, the dem demolition of homes that Israel daily commits against the Palestinians. So I refuse any longer to be intimidated or browbeaten by the tears. That it? Yeah. 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 Powerful stuff. And I, and you know, again, I think that's, you know, uh, you could tell like that he fucking means what he's saying. And sure. I think he's absolutely right. Uh, he was actually was interviewed today. He was on a, he did a couple of shows, but he was also, he was on a Jimmy Dore's show. You know, we are we're not really fans of anymore, but you know, what Norman Finkelstein was saying is still what he's saying. You know, what he was saying then is still what he's saying today. Um, and when he was asked about the the, the tactics of of Hamas during the, the during this the siege or this you know attack whatever you want to call it, um, he said, uh, "Who dare criticize whatever tactics they employed? Uh, I'm not approving it, but I'm not disapproving it because I don't know what I would do if I'd been born into a concentration camp." Uh, so you know, I, I I just think he it. I, people just need to understand the reality of that situation. And I think that's, that's the ultimate message that I want people to take away from this. And I know that most of our audience, uh, already, uh, understand that, but you know, look, share this around with your friends, relatives, whoever, who don't understand and just buy into the propaganda that they're fed about that region of the world, about Israel and about Palestine. And I, I, it's just a shame that, 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 you know, our fucking media is so, completely captured by by the state department and by the 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 you know the narrative that we want to push as as this this fucking aggressive force in the world but sure. it's it's the same way they cover police you know oh uh, yeah. an officer involved shooting like oh what, what does that mean oh it means the cops killed somebody like well, why don't you say that why are you using the passive voice they did that you know? they there were a bunch of headlines that did that with this you know hey uh i, I forget what outlet but it was one of the major ones and it was like uh you know, 500 uh, Israelis killed, 6,000 uh, Gazans dead. And, you know, <laughs> Israelis are killed. People from Gaza are dead. Like, it's just really weird. That's uh, that's kind of, how did, how did they die? Did they die of natural causes at the same time? Like, what, you know, it, it's just it's just so pervasive and nobody really picks up on those little, <laughs> well, you it, know. Well, it, it's, it's hilarious, too, because Israel will say, well, we don't target children. Right. But but you admitted that you killed 562 children. So are you just shooting Let's have slingshots? Then all shooting so many bullets into the crowd that you managed to kill 600 children on accident? Right. How Is many adults did saying? you kill? How many adults did you kill? If that was good. <laughs> um, yeah. No. How many reporters you kill? If you're not targeting reporters, how did dozens of reporters end up dead over the last two decades? Yeah, Shireen, um, God, I can't remember her last name, uh, fucking reporter that they, you know, was proven, uh, even though they lied about it, that they fucking targeted and, and fucking killed. Uh, Shireen Abdul-Akla. Yes, that's completely outside of a, uh, a, a, a combat scenario. Just fucking a couple snipers just took her out because they knew who she was. Uh, and she actually reported on the truth of what they were doing. Uh, in, in Palestine. So it's just right. Well, it, and the proof that they shot her on purpose was that they missed the first three times and the bullets. <laughs> yeah. The, the, you know, that you can see the rounds in the tree where she was crouched down below that each round got closer and closer until they killed her. Yeah. Right. So it was, you know, when you're, when you're shooting from a far distance away and you miss, you know, usually you're like triangulating for, you know, okay, like you've got one person 
with binoculars and one person on the gun and they're going to tell you where that bullet hit and they're going to tell you, okay, you know, down a little bit more down, you know, yeah. they, you've seen enough fucking movies, you know how it works. Yeah. I mean, and you know, again, it's just that investigation completely proved that they, that, that they target her. She had a fucking press uh, vest on like they, you know, it, it was very clear that they knew who she was and they, they target her, but um, Israel will continue to get away with it. I really hope that this spurs a national discussion that actually, uh, enlightens people and spurs on like a national consciousness of what Israel's true nature is. And the fact that it is just a client state of the West and a client state of the United States. And that's why it exists. That's why we've propped it up because it is our foothold in the middle East. It is the one anchor that we have in this region of the world that is very hostile to us for a variety of reasons, most of which are our fault. Um, but they know as long as they continue to militarily prop them up, it is just the, you know, the phantom 51st state or, you know, whatever you want to call it. It is, it is a, it is a base of operations in the heart of this very tumultuous area that, that we love to fuck with, um, for no re- no particular reason that they don't, you know, have anything that we love to, uh, extract out of the ground or anything like that. It's just, just we we really like the 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 scenery, the 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 sand filled, uh, completely arid uh, d- desert scenery. Uh, hmm. we, we we you know we, we're thinking about building some condos. It's it's nothing to do with with the fact that they're sitting on the world's largest supply of uh, oil reserves. But you know, it, it just yeah. it, it, it's 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 really fucking it, it's gross. And I really hope that that this spurs national consciousness, but. It could go either way. It really could go either way. I really don't know how it's going to go. <laughs> I don't know when current events have ever made Americans smarter about something, but you never I, know. I, I just wonder by osmosis, like if it's going to become such a talking point for so long that eventually, because look, I mean, th- th- these things over time, you know, history eventually, you know, the whole, that whole cliche MLK quote about the, the arc of justice is long and, but it bends towards whatever the arc of history is long, but it bends towards justice. Um, you have to wonder how eventually in a time where media was even more restrictive and less, uh, accessible and less, uh, peer to peer than it is now that the truth came out about all these, you know, historical world events. I have to imagine that that's going to happen eventually. I just hope it happens before it's too late and before every last Palestinian man, woman, and child is wiped off the face of this fucking planet. Cause I think that's would that's the ultimate goal and that's you know sure that would be that would be the end game for for israel um well the problem is once you turn off the electricity then eventually people can't charge their phones so they can't take pictures of things and there's no internet so they can't get the images out of the atrocities on the ground right yeah. so there's Who knows there's going to the be happening right now right there's basically it's going to be media blackout but yeah yeah i mean the the death toll you know a couple days ago was about equal on both sides and uh i hate that term though both sides but like literally like both sides of the, the wall yeah, um right. but it's probably, probably isn't anymore yeah probably not no anymore. i mean they, they've dropped six thousand bombs on gaza Jesus in the last Christ. four days six thousand six thousand bombs. bombs on a on a on a fenced in city the size of not even the size of chicago i mean that's 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 unfathomable there's no way that not every air square inch of that place is touched in some way by that fallout. Like, yeah, it, it's just, yeah, no, that's, that's horrific. It's absolutely horrific. It's completely indiscriminate. 
monstrous and uh, should be well, looked on as and such. they and they say that they're you know they know where Hamas is hiding out and that's the only places they're targeting, which is completely bullshit. Because if they knew exactly where Hamas was, they would have bombed them a long time ago. Right. They're bombing indiscriminately because they because they know that that's the psychological warfare. Right? Yeah, and they've they, been bombing hospitals. There were there was an apartment building that they blew up on fucking on air as a they bombed a refugee reported. camp. You know, yeah. I mean, a refugee camp within a refugee camp. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Seriously, what a fucking. So yeah, the, the thing is, like, they they don't they don't know exactly where Hamas is hiding, but they'll claim every building they bomb had Hamas in it. You remember when they well, bombed the headquarters? Yeah. Remember when they bombed the, uh, the headquarters of Associated Press within Gaza? <laughs> yeah. And, they, and yeah. they said Hamas was, you know, hiding out in the building. Like, really? Yeah, they were in the basement. Where, where were they? They were in the, in the break room. So <laughs> yeah. where, where were they? Where were they hiding out in a building that was completely occupied yeah. by like the American, Associated American Press? American on assignment going to get his, going to get his fucking, his Keurig, you know, cup made. Uh, has to has to walk around the guys with the AKs sitting up hey, on the fact. Have the those guys with table. the rocket launchers always been there, or, did, or is that new? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, Ugh, it's, it's, it's just it's just fucking unreal when you actually unpeel the onion of the shit that they want people to swallow. But uh, people do because they want to believe the 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 convenient lies that America has has created and con- and concocted in conjunction with with Israel. Um, but you know, oh God, Mark Hamill, we got to. <laughs> This is oh, okay. So, so Mark Hamill, who who just no, the guy who understands Star Wars the least, was the star of Star Wars. Yeah, uh, it, it tweeted out, "America stands with Israel," and a little fist emoji, and the flag of America and the flag of of Israel. And then he tweeted out, uh, "The next day, one day apart, he tweets out honoring all those who were here first. Hashtag Indigenous Peoples Day. <laughs> just, I mean, I mean, of all the celebrity just, idiot liberals, he's got to be like one of the dumbest ones. Like, does he not have a working phone number? Like, can nobody call him and be like, <laughs> does he not have friends and family that care about him and his? I don't the, think the he fact does. That he's a complete fucking. Well, yeah. I mean, if he, if this is what he actually believes, I can imagine how people would just be like, fuck this fucking guy. He's a real drag and he's a moron. He I mean, I know idea. he's 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 not like top tier celebrity for one because he's really only done Star Wars. Well, he's and a, we, I mean, he's not a good actor. We, we've and this voice is not acting. even just, you know, us, uh, me trying to talk shit about him because he has bad <coughs> politics. I mean, it's his acting career post Star Wars. And even, you know, people forget how much of a meme, you know, in, in those days before memes existed, he was for his whiny acting. He was the Hayden Christensen before Hayden Christensen for right. how bad his acting was in the first couple of Star Wars movies. But um, no, he's not a good actor. He's not a particularly uh, intelligent individual. He doesn't seem to be capable of introspection or like understanding character motivations or arcs or anything like uh, that. He just, you know, is very simple minded, very good voice actor, but that's about it. Um, I, I really don't have much else nice to say about him. It's just, you know, I mean, that that kind of mental schism is just way too common. <laughs> among celebrities yeah. and i just i don't know it's i think people just are like okay he was he was the fucking guy from the space show that's famous and so we're just gonna you know let him live his rest of his life <laughs> not gonna yeah. not gonna bother trying to educate this guy but uh yeah no absolutely um yeah. so yeah i mean i, th- I think we've 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 pretty much squeezed as much blood from the from the stone of this this israel palestine story but i think yeah. this was a really important thing to talk about for an entire episode 
Um, yeah, because yeah. I, I had I, a couple other things, but I think this is this this is good. We'll I'll shelve that stuff for next time. Yeah, yeah. And this is a good just just beginning to end, you know, topical episode. And I think you know, again, if you have people in your life who just repeat the the, the mindless drivel that they hear on on cable news, um, you should play this for them because again, you know, look, like who the fuck are we? But everything we were saying on this episode is uh referenceable facts so you you know i i I, you know other than our opinions about things but i mean anything that we're citing uh historical events you can easily just google uh and read about for yourself so i think uh i encourage anybody to 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 share this out with people who are uh uninformed about the situation i encourage anyone who's pissy about this podcast to uh go fuck themselves but also to google what we've said um and look it up and see now, all you not... people that that claim you uh, you know do your own research, well, now's your chance. <laughs> right, right. Oh man, fucking do your. I, I, I do I, my I, own research, and by my own research, I mean you, I didn't do any research. People don't understand how hard it is to be a Jets fan, but also to be somebody who's uh, not an idiot when it comes to like medical science and vaccines. Because Aaron Rodgers just constantly makes it as difficult as possible to support him and like him. Uh, he, he the other day he challenged. Uh, Travis Kelsey, the, the the guy who's dating Taylor Swift, and uh, Dr. Fauci to a vaccine debate with him and RFK Jr. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, because... I mean, shouldn't he be hosting football debates? Isn't that what he knows things well, about? He's, he's a big anti-vax football? guy, and Travis. Oh, I know, Kelsey... I know, but like, what 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 is there a debate with a guy that gets well, hit in the just, head all the time? They, they were <laughs> right. <laughs> well, they were sniping at each other in the press because Travis Kelsey, uh, who's a player on the Chiefs, is like the spokesperson for Pfizer so he does like the like get double vax commercials or whatever so like Aaron Rodgers just you know <laughs> refers to him as Mr. Vax and is always talking shit about him so it's just yeah it's just 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 two fucking clowns just complete you know whatever oh that's um, why I don't watch sports seriously <laughs> <laughs> I know I know I know but but I know. will watch docudramas good, about the, about the sports drama made decades later because yeah. that's that's the good. I was shit. watching a really good uh, on Netflix last night. There's a uh, you, you ever see that series where it's like untold. It, it there's a series of them. It's it, it's like a docu sports docu series. Um, where it's just like a, each one's I feel its own like movie. I've watched one or two of those. I think yeah. maybe there's a really I, good I one remember. on the steroids era in baseball in the late nineties. I, I, I think I did watch that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was pretty pretty interesting. As, as someone who grew oh, yeah. up in that time, be like, oh, did man, you, this is awesome. I, this, I don't did understand you watch, what's um, Did you watch the Netflix series about the American Gladiators? Oh, no, I saw that. I actually was looking at that last night. I was like, oh, I should check this out. Oh, man. It's it's hard to know if they did which they did more of, steroids or cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I used to, when I was a kid, I loved that show. So I, I can only imagine how fucking fucked up the I, people see, I, on I, that I, show I, actually are. Yeah, well, I never, I never cared about it, but I always knew, like, you know, Saturday morning cartoons were over once American Gladiators came on. <laughs> it was right. like, well, I, I all right, big... it's, it's time to go out inside and play now because there's no more cartoons to watch. I, I have a memory of like that being on at the same time as like Guts, like that Nickelodeon show Guts, where they would like, you know, climb the fucking the aggro crag and they would do all the the sports based challenges. So I remember, yeah, and maybe I, those weren't on at the same shows. time, but maybe I'm conflating those. But yeah. It, it Fond was you know of watching those late eighties early nineties era you know um, but I mean the the you really feel bad for them though because it's it like they would tape all those episodes back to back to back oh god that's so like the, the whole year of episodes they would shoot in like two weeks so I mean yeah these people are really fucking buff but like 
they're getting the shit out of each other. Right. The contestants are only on there for like an hour or two of taping. They're doing like fucking, you know, six, six, seven episodes a day for two weeks straight. So they were getting the shit kicked out of them. Yeah. Of like Um, semi combat sport activities. I mean, right. And and, and they kept like upping like the the physical violence level every season and they were getting beat up more and more and more. Um, and anytime they wanted to, you know, get paid more, they just fire them and then like hire somebody new, you know, yeah. <laughs> it the was, parallels between that and pro wrestling are pretty, pretty funny, actually. Oh, yeah. like well, the, it, the, that's what I liked about the doc is they really talked about like the, the labor angle of it for these yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they were also, you know, going fucking partying and fucking everything that was right. Well, right. When, when, when you have a, a, a profession that beats the shit out of your body, whether it be like a sport or a simulated sport or just a job that you're on your feet all the time. I think a lot of people just turn to fucking, you know, as much, you know, numbing as they can, you know, it, it, to, to get them through their fucking yeah. days. So that's, that's well, they also, they also were really famous really quickly. Right. right. And Which they, is just they, a t- terrible combination. That, that, <laughs> you know? to, to go from being nobody to being world famous in the matter of just, you know, a year or two. Right. Um, and you're and, beat up physically. It's like, yeah, well, you know, these and, and you have a overdose. fucking body that looks like it was fucking sculpted on marble. Like you're going to get laid a lot. You know, I'm just, yeah, right. just, just a heads up in case you're right. on the 100%. precipice of that. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, yes. Yeah, so- <laughs> <laughs> at least we we had a little levity of this really fucking you know important serious episode um but yeah i think you know definitely share this around um if you want to support the show uh rate review, rate review and subscribe uh wherever you get your podcasts follow us on soundcloud soundcloud.com slash move left facebook.com slash move left idiots we're not really active over there anymore but go go yell go yell at the wall if you want to on, on wait on, on which oh and actually you know we have um, you kept up today i haven't really looked at it in a while. i have but we were getting shadow banned really hard on our facebook yeah. page for a long time and if you go back to like 2000 oh 2021 you'd see like every every meme we would post would get like hundreds of interactions right you know and then it, it was down to like three or four you know so i knew they were shadow banned us for a while and all of a sudden like that just stopped Huh. And now, now we're getting like 50, 60 likes per the post. money for the uh, stop the Russian troll farm account, you know, <laughs> stop rolling in or whatever. Right, right. So, I mean, the, the difference was like night and day. So right. now I've been posting stuff more often because it's it's just getting it's that much getting, more engagement. Yeah, more engagement, yeah. Uh, huh. I mean, we've got like 14,000 followers on our Facebook page. There's no way that you get like five likes on a post when you have 14,000 followers, unless you're being throttled deliberately by the platform. Yeah. Right. You definitely post out the episode on there. And, uh, Oh yeah. I've been, I've still every week I post the episode on our Facebook page. Tells me the last time I actually looked at the face. Yeah. I, I, I don't open Facebook anymore, but yeah, I haven't looked at that in a long time. So, it's it's you I mean posting, kind of the only thing you could I actually do be posting photos of of beheaded <laughs> children I wouldn't know so you know there's yeah that's comforting well I'll get the AI generator on the uh, forty beheaded babies right yeah. right away oh yeah Ben Shapiro <laughs> shared out a completely fake AI generated uh, image of a <laughs> yeah. baby and who uh, who called him out who was that guy uh, some uh, Jackson Hinkle another kind of like Jimmy Dore MAGA left kind of guy but you know that, that, isn't that the guy that was punching the tree or is that a different one of those? no no that was um fuck that was that was mason cawthorn or whatever the, oh god the congressman who ended up being like they all have like fucking names like that he was doing you know yeah yeah no it, it's, it's all the the, the ki- kids of you know rich white housewives from the 2000s you're gonna end up with names like yeah. that um, anytime there's yeah. somebody on the right that turns on ben shapiro i just i find it hilarious because he's no, just, very he's it's like, very funny 
Yeah, it is funny. It, but, this uh, is his Super Bowl, Ben Shapiro, right now. I mean, this is, you know, <laughs> this is definitely his Super Bowl. He, he, gets, right, well, to, he not... gets to play the Jew card, which he, yeah. you know, he loves doing, in, but right, for right. Like, he, terrible he reasons. Be, you know, again, just right-wingers love to be oppressed. They love to find any situation they can to pretend that they're the oppressed party. So didn't he, this, is, uh, his, this was, is his Christmas. He wasn't born Jewish, was Didn't he convert cause, just so he could be a... I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. know. He's he's such a bullshitter. I mean, he's you know he's he's just never such know. a fake fucking fake pious bullshitter. But um, sure. yeah. Well, on that note, um, yeah. Rate, review, subscribe, follow us Facebook, all that stuff. Uh, Patreon.com slash move left. Uh, I am on Twitter at move underscore left, uh, and I am on Twitter at bike slutty. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Leave it Palestina, Sionismen, Palestina, 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 Palestina